Well, it's the summer series, and uh, we're kind of kicked back here. It's Craig McConnell. It's Morgan Snyder. And Alex Burton. We just wanted to take a little bit of time coming off a really – a pretty cool weekend, pretty powerful weekend. Uh, Morgan led a weekend retreat. Uh, Morgan, why don't you describe it? Why don't you describe – what we just did, and and Alex and I are, are just anxious to kind of react to how it went, what we learned, and kind of some of our takeaways. Well, for starters, it definitely wasn't just me leading. Um, it was Craig and Bart and myself. Um, it was a group of 13 peers, and then Craig and Bart, the older guys. Um, and Did you say sages? I said older guys, but oh, okay. sure, we can make it cut and call it sages. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, what we tried to do was identify world-changing men. Just try to find men that have a DNA to change the world and men with a question mark of how will they change the world and what part of the world will they change it and what will be the impact on their life. So we took a pause and created an environment um, – at the Globe and Anchor Ranch for 13 men to take a four-day quest together to wrestle with the big question of what does the masculine journey look like in the decade of the 30s? What are the temptations? What are the pitfalls? What are the holy desires? Where do most men take it? And what does it look like to walk as a young man, to walk with God, to take the road less traveled, to take the narrow path that Jesus says that few find that in the end leads to life. And we wrestled um, through those themes and had some teaching and lots of conversation, um, small group interaction where each man um, received four stream prayer times and healing mm -hmm. and restoration and a chance to share their story and other men to get feedback. We had work and adventure and play and all in all, it was just a shared adventure to create an environment for young men to encounter God, to really work to realign our worldviews with a biblical worldview, mm -hmm. particularly related to this season of life, mm -hmm. and to leave um, after having 50 yards away from the, the firing lines for a while to exhale, to leave with an immense amount of hope. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of grilled chicken. Barbecue. Barbecue. Shotguns. Couple chainsaws. Of guys, chainsaws. A couple of guys snoring. Yeah. 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 It was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Craig, I'd love your reaction to it. So you and Bart served a priceless, and I truly mean that, role of being the older, wiser men that have walked a lot more miles than us, that have more miles on the odometer, more experiences – have fought well and learned, um, have many scars to show it, and fielded a lot of questions, acted um, just as guides for the weekend. So, Craig, observing this group of men in their 30s, what was your experience of the weekend? Oh, gosh. Um, so many different thoughts. Uh, one is I'm, I pass by a mirror and I look at myself and I go, gosh, I'm not in my 30s anymore. I mean, who is this man? It's just amazing how fast the decades go by. And I am now – I'm the old fart in the rocking chair kind of listening in and, and offering some input here and there. But it's just stunning that 
life goes so fast and and that's sobering. But the other thing is, you know, um, life has taught me a lot. I have learned a lot. I do have a lot to offer. And I was just really enjoying Morgan, Alex, being with you guys and, and the other guys and just seeing the hunger and the thirst the men had for uh, living life well in their 30s, the questions men were asking, Morgan, as you were presenting some material, mm-hmm. the um, in our small groups, um, just the stories men were telling. I mean, there's the stories of every man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found myself just, just amazed at um, what is set against a man from living life fully mm-hmm. in his 30s. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that's true in his 40s and 50s as well. But in this group... I'm just amazed at what these men are up against and and the the need for fathering every man there mm-hmm. it seemed um had unfathered places um I was struck by the need and the desire and the hope these men had in God, and I just enjoyed being a part of it um in morgan it it was really fun. Uh, sitting under your teaching and, and taking the charge on, on some of these sessions. I think both Bart and I were just uh, uh, taking notes kind of incognito, um, not acting like, oh, my gosh, what he's talking about <laughs> in their 30s, we need in our 50s. It was great. It was just a great experience. God was there. And I, I really think, Morgan, in the future, we need to do a series of podcasts and present some of those lifestyle descriptors of uh, of a man in his 30s. Mm. Is that what you would call it? Lifestyle descriptors? Or right. I think would... so. Yeah. Or just real practical yeah. steps as far as once you wrestle with the big picture categories of what God's after, then just real nuts and bolts of how do you live that out. Yes. And I think, Craig, as, as you share, I think my posture is I feel like I have found a treasure um, through struggle and through my own heartache as a young man marinating in the counsel of older men for four years about this decade and then walking with God in it. Just I've had a compelling sense of I want other men to know this. I want to share it with them. Because I think it can really be helpful as a mm-hmm. as a source of hope and and as a reframing mm-hmm. um, how they interpret mm-hmm. reality. And so, yeah, we've done a few podcasts. It'd be great to do some more, oh, and um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, your reaction, Alex, to the retreat. Yeah, um, there's a few things that were really striking for me, and I I think uh, the first thing was, um, as you said, Morgan, the the goal design going into this was. Find men who are um, who are walking well with God, and who are world changers, and that's what this group of guys was. I mean, they were a remarkable uh, group of men, um, and uh, in in some ways, you know, intimidating for me walking into that. Going, man, I don't, I don't know if I measure up to that. But the more you began to converse with these guys and hear their stories and dig deeper um, into their own journeys in the 30s, the realization was we all felt that way. We all felt, Mm -hmm. well, we don't – I somehow don't measure up, don't don't fit into this group of guys. And it was really remarkable um, to see how clearly um, each man not only had a brokenness about him – 
but had an absolute glory about him. Mm -hmm. And to see that contrast of how the enemy comes directly at a man's glory. And so Mm -hmm. the brokenness as we began to unravel that and each man began to share our stories, Mm -hmm. to um, reflect our stories back to each other, um, you could just – see um, that assault against mm-hmm. each man and what God had called them to do. Um, so I, I think one was it was just really hopeful um, in that because it was truly a, a group of peers mm-hmm. um, who were uh, struggling with the same questions, yes. the same um, walk with God. So to walk together in that weekend was phenomenal. Um, the other thing, you know, that I just appreciated so much was Morgan, your teaching times that you did and um, you're living in what you're teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in your thir- early, you know, mid thirties. Um, you uh, took the time to go out, meet with these older men and to marinate. And as you said, those, uh, those advices they gave you on what does life look like in the thirties and what's really the focus of that decade of the thirties. Um, and I so appreciated kind of your your approach to it wasn't here, let me tell you what I know, but more here's what God's been stirring up in you. Yes. And um, let's dialogue about that. Yes. Let's dig deeper together about that and, and really get our hands on it. So um, that just sense of, again, peer – peer time together, really digging in to those questions together. Um, And then the last thing was, it was really holy ground. Mm. Um, And I was telling some of the guys that, you know, when Jesus was, um, when Jesus would talk about the kingdom, he would say things like, the kingdom is at hand, the kingdom is near. And um, apparently the Hebrew there is showing a picture of the intimacy between a husband and a wife, meaning it ain't around the corner. Mm -hmm. It's actually on us, in us. It's here. It's now. And the weekend just felt that way. What are you talking about there? (laughs) (laughs) You're too old to understand. Okay. That's for men in there. We'll have another another podcast (laughs) on that one. Biblical metaphors. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But truly, the uh, oh man, the intimacy of God with us, the mm. the kingdom literally there in us and among us um, was just so tangible mm. and really a, a beautiful weekend. So, um, yeah, Alex, as you're sharing, I'm putting myself in the position of someone listening out there, going, I think a lot of men, particularly young men, would might be reacting, going. Oh, well, I want that. I need that. I'm desperate for it. And um, I think what I want to say in that space is, okay, that desire right there, take that to the Father. Right. Take that to the Father because he is more vested because the Father is more vested in bringing that to us than we are in finding it. In other words, it's not something we necessarily have to acquire as it is that we respond to. Mm-hmm. And real specifically, I mean, we, we hope to do more retreats. And so if you are a man that is in his 30s and has been to boot camp, everyone's a boot camp graduate, has done some soul work, taken this journey, is a world changer, send us an email. Send me an email at morgan at com, and we'll just make a note of that. 
and we'll be doing some podcasts and uh, we might be sending out some blogs to the men that came through that retreat at the 30sdecade.com. And so you can check that stuff out. But more so, it begins with asking the questions. Mm -hmm. God, what is my life to be about? And one of the first pieces of counsel that started me on this quest was an older man saying to me, look at the lives of the men in their 40s, in their 50s, around you, and ask yourself what took them out. What took them mm. out? How did they get taken out? And it's very sobering and it's very helpful as a barometer to then say, okay, Father, I now want to walk with you so that I'm not a statistic. Mm -hmm. um, I want to live differently. I need you to show me. And so there's momentum that gets us into our life and there's momentum that begins to change it. And so we're sharing victory stories from mucking a lot of stables. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Proverbs 14 talks about when there are no oxen, the manger is empty. But from the strength of an ox comes an abundant harvest. So just pull all the religious stuff away from that for a moment. And this is just the verse for, for men in their 30s and for the Christian life. When there are no oxen, there's no crap. But there's no oxen, there's no life. Yeah. If you want life, you need oxen. If you have oxen, you'll have a lot of crap to shovel. Mm -hmm. You need to shovel a lot of crap if you want the life. But the more you realize the life is available, the more you will be inspired to shovel. And I think this weekend, this retreat was the fruit of shoveling a lot relationally with some of us as peers and walking with mentors, some of us, and finally being able to reap the fruit of it. And so right. we're going to continue to shovel and continue to fight for life and continue to ask lots of questions, lots of questions of the men around us as we bump up against issues that flare up our brokenness, our woundedness, our desires, mm -hmm. um, the places that we try to find life outside of God. And so my encouragement would be to those men, stay in the desire, ask those questions, and let the Father take you on that same journey. Mm -hmm. And get a good shovel. And get a great shovel. <laughs> That's uh, the Ransom Heart Podcast. You'll be hearing more. Um, just uh, some of these thoughts that uh, Morgan's been developing in uh, the context of offering to men in their 30s. But the truth is that so much of Morgan's observation, the counsel he's culled, just applies to every man and every woman as well. So we look forward to delving more into this uh, in the future. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, Morgan. And if you're interested in more of what um, we're doing here at Ransom Heart, go to ransomheart.com. And as Morgan mentioned, if you have any questions, interest, want to know more about uh, this whole men in their 30s message, contact Morgan at morgan at ransomheart.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>